together. I am a wife and a mother and an insurance agency owner, a friend and a PTA advocate. I am so excited to talk about all of the things that I find most precious here within our community, within our lives, and within our faith, friendships, and relationships. Here on Heather's Most Precious. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Heather's Most Precious. Today I have a sweet friend with me, Mrs. Kimberly Race. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So Kimberly is wife to the most famous meteorologist. Is that fair to say in our area? Uh, yeah, you could say that now. Um, yes. He's probably the longest running um, here in Chattanooga now. A lot of um, the ones that maybe we've grown up with have retired, and mm-hmm. Bill is still hanging on and doing great. He is, and most personable to you. He is. He is. So. I always tell folks that um, he is as genuine and loving as he is big, and he always reminds me, you mean tall, right? <laughs> Of course he does. Yes, of course. He and his six five, yeah, six six body. But yeah, he's a he's a, a good one. That is awesome. Now, how did y'all meet? Well, it's interesting. Um, I was working for a nonprofit who did disaster relief. Um, they still do disaster relief, and um, it was uh, for Hurricane Harvey. Uh, we were doing a fundraiser. Uh, with Channel 9 uh, to raise money for the relief efforts. And if you remember, Hurricane Harvey is the one who um, went into Houston and flooded Houston like they've never seen before. And so it was unprecedented and needed, they needed a lot of work. Well, I was at the station all day um, doing, you know, collections. People were driving by and dropping in donations and Bill um, worked it. And we just hit it off and it's funny because I explained to him that I'm a hurricane magnet. Have you ever heard of that? No, no right? No. <laughs> and uh, my, my, my dear friend at that point um, hadn't either. And I told him a hurricane magnet is someone who every time they go to the beach, a hurricane comes in and, <laughs> and it, it like goes off course to come close to me. And of course he laughed and said, there's no science behind that. And I said, watch. <laughs> I'm going to the beach in two weeks. Now, little did he know that my condo week, um, it's a timeshare, mm-hmm. is always in September. So the chances uh, are higher. Yes. Um, however, I told him, I said, you watch. Look at the Carolina coast. I said, what's out there right now? He goes, you're crazy. And this was September 1st. And um, he, uh, he looked out there and he said, well, there is Felipe. I'm like, where is it supposed to go? He goes, it's not supposed to get anywhere near the coast. I'm like, you watch. It'll reroute itself. <laughs> It'll come close to I'm the there. coast. Because I'm going. <laughs> and sure enough, it did. And it just kind of skirted the coast. But yeah, so we um, hit it off about weather. <laughs> oh, of course. Yes. Like his dream girl. Right? <laughs> well, it's funny. Awesome. Um, when we got married during um, the vows and talking about um, how we met, he said, um, it was that day that we were going to go live and somebody gave him the mic and said, here, can you mic up Kimberly? And so he gave me the mic and I turned around and I ran the cord up my um, sweater, you know, and pinned it on. And he goes, oh, you don't need my help. You know how to do this. 
And so he said, any woman who knows how to mic herself up and is that comfortable with the camera is a woman for me. Oh, <laughs> so, that yeah. is awesome. So and it was because of television. Married for yeah, how we've long? We've been married um, just over two years. Okay. Um, and of course, that was uh, three or four years ago. So, And we've been through a lot even in just that short time. Um, Bill and I were just talking about today um, and talking about precious moments oh. and precious people. Um, when he, when COVID had hit, mm-hmm. um, in 2020, mm-hmm. Bill and I both came down with COVID. We were dating at the time in December of 2020. Yes. And for whatever reason, um, you know, probably just because, you know, we didn't know what else to do, but we quarantined separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were both single in homes by ourselves mm-hmm. and, uh, we thought we could just call each other to check up on one another. But he got very sick. Mm-hmm. Um, he was not, uh, he didn't have that mama gene that right. teaches us when you're sick, don't just lay there. You've got to get up, you've got to move around so it doesn't settle mm-hmm. into your lungs and um, into your body. And so he didn't and got COVID very badly and went into um, the hospital and ICU. And through that, he had so many letters. People were just yeah. so sweet, um, you know, g- sending him to the station, telling him how they were praying for him. I was keeping the community updated and mm-hmm. So many folks were praying, and he has this big tub, big plastic tub of oh. letters that he still keeps oh, that we've not, so yeah, we have, yeah, we still keep them. And I told him, I said, I think we should go through them, especially this time of the year. Right. You know, you can get um, kind of down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had all the um, excitement of the holidays. Of course. And now it's not the holidays, <laughs> and it's yeah. cold, and you can become withdrawn, and I told him, I said, well, you know, we need to read three or four of those each day to remind ourselves how precious yeah. uh, life is and how it can change, you know, any at any moment. Mm-hmm. And so we were just talking about that today. I love that. Yeah. And what a source of encouragement to know how loved and valued and prayed for y'all were, especially during that time. I remember looking forward to his updates. Yes. Um, and they were, nobody else <laughs> would have done that. But it was, it it brought such unity during a time that everyone was secluded. Right. right. And everyone was, you know, in their homes, they were scared. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, writing a note and putting it in the mail has become a lost um, treasure. Oh, and yeah, so I um because we had that conversation, I ended up writing three notes to friends oh, today right. and putting it in the mail and just reminding them that. You know, I'm praying for them or I think about them um, and um, I try to, that's one of the things I think I'm going to try to do more of this, this year. Um, but yeah, that's what carried us through is certainly the prayers because the doctor said it was, you know, he was not out of the woods and it was a hit or miss. They had no idea. They were very close to venting him and um, I was just so grateful um, although he did say it was the best Christmas he ever had. He was actually oh, yeah. in the ICU. He said he didn't have any family drama. <laughs> I still, I still brought him great Greek food, you know, for Christmas dinner. Okay. And all of the nurses and caregivers were, um, extra caring because it was Christmas and he was in the hospital. And he I said that so everybody much. waited on him hand and foot and he didn't have to worry about getting a present for someone or family drama. And he said it was the best ever. <laughs> I bet that definitely is looking at know, right? that But yeah, awesome. but that's what carried us through. And, you know, he's doing great now and um, giving back. And um, we both have just grown so much together. God has just knitted us, 
you know, together and our um, faith journey is just exciting. Yeah. I love that. It's when you have the spouse that, that does encourage you to be better, mm-hmm. not because you're trying to one-up somebody, but because you truly see yourself differently now. Mm-hmm. You, you see the best parts of you. Absolutely. And they it's are like we, bringing those out. And we can't out-love or out-serve the other mm-hmm. one. I mean, it's just so genuine and it's just wonderful. But I am um, encouraging him to uh, write a book, Weathering Life Storms. I love that. Um, That's because the, perfect the title. COVID time was certainly one of those storms. But he has many, many in his life. You'll have to have him in. Yes, and we will. He would, he would be a great, great Get ready, Bill. To to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Now, speaking of COVID trials, all of that, and mm-hmm. um, what is what is probably the the most monumental thing with your marriage that y'all have overcome that you are the most excited about and grateful for? Um, the, that we have overcome. I think what it is, our faith has grown so much. Um, we had our individual faith, you know, our individual relationships with Christ. But Bill got to watch me walk through a time in my life just before COVID um, it was right as COVID was hitting in March 2020. I um, was divorced. Um, I had just bought my first home really on my own. Um, and tornado had hit Chattanooga. A F3 or 4 tornado had hit yes. Chattanooga. Um, it had actually, my name was still on the mortgage of the home where my children grew up. Um, we hadn't sold it yet. And I was, you know, we were going to just split the equity with it, but the tornado had actually done damage even to, you know, to that home. And so it was a time that, um, you know, just kind of everything happened all at once. And um, I hadn't even made my first mortgage payment. And my boss had called me into his office. um, And after 21 career, 21 year career with this organization, um, they had restructured the budget and my job was eliminated. And so all of a sudden hadn't even made my first mortgage payment. I was single income, had a child in college. Tornado had just hit, you know, Chattanooga, COVID had hit. Um, and if we can get real personal, I was just welcomed to menopause from my doctor. (laughs) So it was like everything in at one time. So unwanted. Yeah, so unwanted. Um, but the weirdest part, and Bill, we were friends then, and he mm-hmm. got to watch uh, me go through this, that I wasn't angry, I wasn't anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really interesting that I just knew that this was the start of something new with God, that he was taking me into a new season. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what that was, didn't know what that was like. Um, but that happened on a Thursday when I lost my job, and on Sunday, watching church Mm -hmm. because that's what we did during COVID and the giving slide had come up and you know every week how they have Mm -hmm. the giving slide they put up the phone number you can text your gift into or make it online Mm -hmm. and I looked at it and I don't know why every week I made my gift every Mm -hmm. week you know and never made it reoccurring even though it was the same amount every week I just took my phone out I guess it's from those olden days of the plate going by you know you put the money in yeah and so I audibly heard from God do you trust me and I said of course I trust you God he's like well then give a tithe and you know God and I have kind of a fun relationship Mm -hmm. it's just kind of who I am and I said well you know 10% of nothing is still nothing I just lost my (laughs) job remember 
And I heard him say, make the gift that you normally give and make it reoccurring. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of faith, you know, to yeah. do that, especially after just losing your job and not knowing, you know, what was going to happen. Right. And so I did. I stepped out in faith and made that reoccurring and, you know, didn't look back. And I remember asking Bill, I want you to come over and I want you to put up this shepherd's hook where you have like four or five different um, bird feeders, you know, on it. And I filled all of those bird feeders to the top so that all of a sudden I could, you know, see birds. And I put it where I do devotions and where I, you know, wake up in the morning and have my coffee. And I watch the birds as a reminder that they don't worry about tomorrow, like it says in Matthew, you know, that God is faithful and God takes care of them. How much more does He love me? And so that was just kind of my, you know, the first steps of this faith journey to the unknown and God has blessed me so much more than I ever could have thought, you know, and I was able to uh, work my Mary Kay business and do really well, started building up on it um, and able to create a public relations firm and start helping small nonprofits tell their story. And I have, you know, run both businesses since and have had, I don't know, this just this freedom that I never had before. Um, being an entrepreneur is scary because yes, <laughs> you don't know what's coming next. But that was the greatest thing is that that faith taught me that God's going to take care of me regardless mm-hmm. of whether a client comes or goes. You know, God has something in store for us. So Bill got to watch that up close. And, um, you know, he's been a meteorologist for 36 years now. So it's always been there for him. But right. to watch me not be anxious and watch God always provide um, has really brought us together and him seeing that, you know, I don't worry. I'm not anxious, you know, and it has really helped him with his own anxiety. Of course. There's something so beautiful in trusting. Mm -hmm. Um, And and we are called to that, but how easy it is to look around this world and feel the chaos and feel unsettled and feel when we take our eyes off of him. Oh, absolutely. And Bill has been, I mean, and he won't mind me saying this, he has been anxious most of his life and he worries a lot. Um, He says certainly far less than he used to um, because he's learning and growing. Um, But just, just yesterday, he said, he'll wake up in the morning and everything will be great when he first wakes up, but then all of a sudden he'll start overthinking and then that becomes worrying. Mm And so I asked him, I said, okay, let's, let's take, you know, break this down. What are you worrying about? And he said, well, one is finances. And I'm like, okay, well, finances incorporates a lot. What about finances? That there's not going to be enough or that we're spending it correctly or, you know, what is it about finances? And he said, well, I don't know because, you know, we're not struggling financially mm-hmm. necessarily, you know, but. The economy, the unknown, the, you know, I just tend to look at my bank account a lot. You know, not that it's changed a whole lot. I know it's coming and I know it's going. He said, but I'm just anxious about it. And I said, well, let's make a worry board. He goes, I'm worried about it. So I made a worry board and I put the worry Mm -hmm. and then I said, okay, if this is your worry, then what is the prayer? And then I had a column for prayers. Oh, wow. So I took, okay, this is the worry. Now we're going to pray for financial freedom where that doesn't come into your mind and you have complete faith that no matter what, no matter, you know, who's elected or not, or, you know, where the Dow is or interest rate is, 
that we're going to trust in God, that he's, we've seen it firsthand, how he's always taken care of us. So our prayer is that we get to that point where we have that financial freedom. I said, and then the very last column I had was answered prayers. So then that way we can write that Document down. Wow. I'm just a visual person. Of course. So, you know, we wrote it, you know, we wrote that out. And um, believe it or not, one of his worries was that um, he would do well with meteorology and on the air and that people would like him and <laughs> that he would be trusted and respected. And I said, after 36 years, you still don't know that. He goes, it just gets in me every now and then, you know, that, you know, are people, you know, do people like me? Do we? And I thought, you know, a lot of people go through that every day, of regardless course. of who they are. Of course. And if, you know, Bill Race, meteorologist for 36 years, you know, feels that, how many other people feel unworthy or not respected or valued? And so we turn that into a prayer. And so, um, yeah, it's just, you know, one of the things that we did just yesterday. And um, I encourage folks to do that. If you're worried about something, if you're anxious about something, write it down. You know, God tells us to be anxious for nothing, but through prayer and supplication, you know, to turn it over to Him. So put your worry down, put your whatever you're anxious about, and then how can you pray about that? Mm -hmm. And then see how long it is before that prayer is answered. That's that's beautiful. You always... You hear about vision boards and you hear about, and so to, to do the worry board. I mean, that's the worry just, board. <laughs> that's, am, that's yeah. amazing. Um, that's amazing. I too am an overthinker and I get that. And I think mm-hmm. that there are parts of us, even though you know with your head you shouldn't, but you mm-hmm. won't always know with your heart. Right. And so I think that's such a beautiful display mm-hmm. and, and one that you can come back to regularly mm-hmm. when you feel that. You know what to pray. You know what you have to look forward to. And I think, right. too, when your eyes are open, mm-hmm. even in the circumstance, yep. it allows you to, to see so many more things clearly right. instead, of, instead of waiting. Well, it changes our perspective. It does. It you know, does. and it's instead so of good. concentrating on that worry, mm-hmm. you can concentrate on the prayer request. Yeah. And then to see it answered is even more beautiful. Yes. And I think we've talked about how talking is a lot of times just, just to be able to process things, mm-hmm. right? We know that it's therapeutic. We know that it's it's good for us. Um, but I think, too, you being able to say, okay, this is loaded. So where where is the hangup? What, right. Which part of this is causing the most friction for you? Right. And being able to identify that because a lot of times we carry around the weight of something really heavy when it's just a very minuscule piece of it. Right. Well, once you start breaking piece, it down. Of course. You know, and you, you talk about that. it. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. So. Oh, absolutely. That is amazing. Y'all heard Kimberly's challenge. <laughs> yep. We're doing it. Worry board. <laughs> worry board. Um, that is fantastic. Now, um, I know you've got a couple of businesses. I want to hear about your nonprofit. Yeah. So George Communications is a, a public relations agency for nonprofits. So, so many nonprofits, um, smaller ones especially, can't afford a full-time communications person. And so I come in as a 1099 employee, just a contract employee with a monthly contract, and I help them tell their story. I write news releases, I um, design um, pieces, you know, that they can communicate better with. Um, I get them on talk shows and, you know, television and get them some airtime. And 
that way they can, you know, they're so busy, especially smaller nonprofits, mm -hmm. you know, they're wearing several different hats. And so I can come in and fill that piece of being their communications person, their community relations person. Mm -hmm. And because I did a development as well um, in my career, most of my career has been in nonprofit management. Okay. And so I can help them um, look for stronger board members, how to set up a strong board. I can help them with um, fundraising, what they're doing now. I can look at it and donor relations um, is so a part of it. So yeah, I can do all of that with several nonprofits now, not just one. And, um, you know, know that uh, in a very small way, I'm helping them make a difference. And um, I do concentrate on kingdom building um, nonprofits. So yeah. Okay. So it's just a lot of fun. Um, God designed me, you know, this way to know this and love this. And I get to do it for multiple, you know, nonprofits. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And and we always know that what he calls us to, he has equipped us for. Absolutely. But to be able to sit in the joy of, mm -hmm. of who you were created to be right. and get to actually live out that mm -hmm. has to be huge. Oh, it is. That's and it awesome. just brings so much joy. Yeah. And um, it allows me to work from home. Um, I have a home office and, you know, Bill works mostly on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So it, there's no greater joy than being in the office and, you know, losing track of time and your husband bringing in a snack or a cup oh. of coffee. And I'm just like, this is the best life ever. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I know you've talked about a, a few different components that, that go into what you're able to do for these mm -hmm. nonprofits. Which piece would you say is your absolute favorite? Is it the writing? Is it the, the, the scheduling them some airtime? What is that? I think the best or the thing that brings me the most satisfaction is certainly getting them on air, allowing them to tell their story because they had such incredible stories. Um, they're doing, I mean, just amazing work. And so they are the boots on the ground. And so when they can uh, talk about that and then also inform folks on how they can become more involved with the ministry, that's my favorite. Because then we get to see um, not just everything that they're doing, but also connecting the community to that organization. That is amazing. Now, are most of those here local um, local shows or are they on Zoom? What is that? Yeah, so um, a lot of the shows are local shows, but we have been on um, some radio shows or some national mm -hmm. um, shows or from different markets. So um, it's a little bit of everything, but mostly local. Um, but again, it's just, um, I don't know, God's gifted me um, with being a connector. I often tell folks that I feel like Paul left that out of the spiritual gifts of mm -hmm. being a connector. Yeah. Um, but in the agency with George Communications, I'm able to do that. I'm able to connect the community to the organization and allow folks to find joy in serving yeah. and um, find opportunities on how they can be a good steward with mm -hmm. what God's given them. Mm -hmm. And then also with the organization and the ministry, um, them being able to say, all the wonderful work that they're able to do because of the community support. That is awesome. Yeah. I think connections are, as you know, they're huge. They are huge. And also giving, I'm sure that there are some nonprofits you work for that would not be able to navigate this 
Um, and, and these are your strengths. So right. to be able to just put it on a platter in front of them, hey, this right. is what we're doing. I, there has to be such joy and re- just such a rewarding feeling that comes with allowing uh, and seeing them thrive um, when right. they're given this opportunity. Well, it's humbling to know that God is using me kind mm-hmm. of in this way. Um, because again, they're doing the hard work. They're the ones with their sleeves rolled up, you know, and um, doing the the front line ministry. And so to be able to come alongside of them and even be just a small part of that and know that lives are being changed, you know, and it's, it's, it is, it brings a lot of joy, um, but it's also very humbling. Of course. That is great. Yeah. Now, how does your nonprofit, and you also are big with Mary Kay, yes. how do those kind of go hand in hand or do they stay pretty separate? Um, no, they, they go hand in hand some. Um, you know, for the longest time, I was one of those Mary Kay consultants that enjoyed um, what I call the discount, you know, mm-hmm. the commission that um, we get. Of course, we buy things at wholesale and sell it at retail. And so um, I've always been a Mary Kay girl. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just received number one in direct sales. Really? Uh, yeah, for direct sale companies in skincare and, make, and makeup. So it doesn't get that lightly. I mean, it, in the world, right. number one. Yeah. And so um, I've always uh, been a Mary Kay girl, love their product. Um, and I've always been a thrifty girl. So I thought, hey, you know, I'll be a consultant and sell just enough to my mom and myself and, you know, maybe my daughter to stay active mm-hmm. is what they call it. But when I lost my job, I had something right there. I call it the prevenient grace. Mm-hmm. Prevenient grace is the grace that goes before us that we don't even know that we need, that God's already provided for you. And that's what he did with my Mary Kay business. He already had it there for me so that as soon as I needed income, mm-hmm. I could tell other folks about how wonderful I've enjoyed Mary Kay. And so I was able to start um, ramping it up more of a business because it is a business. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until probably two years ago, mm-hmm. maybe three years ago, that I realized how much of a ministry Mary Kay is. And a lot of folks don't realize that. Um, it's a Christian company. Yeah. Mary Kay started the uh, founded the company with God first, family second, and career third. And it's still run like that today. Our weekly meetings, we start out with devotions. It is the most praying group of women that I've ever been around. And I have not seen until I started really working it as a ministry on how hungry people are to be connected. Again, going back to those connections. It's connecting with other women. Um, It's women who... um, don't feel the best about themselves or self-confidence is low. Um, the world has just beat them up in one way or another, whether it's family or husband or their job. Um, they don't feel worthy. Um, their self-confidence is, you know, at the, at the ground, the lowest. And Mary Kay comes alongside and just loves on them. We celebrate every win uh, with them. And it gives them this opportunity, one, for a, a big pink sisterhood, yeah. kind of like a, <laughs> an adult sorority. Right. Um, but then it also gives them and equips them on how to um, talk about the product. It really sells itself. People say, oh, I could never do it. I can't be a salesperson. And I'm like, that's good because I don't like salespeople. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like when I go buy a car, I don't want that person that's trying to push of it on course. me. And said, but um, it sells itself. 
And, you know, I just want someone who's coachable, who will use the product. And again, um, they just, when they first come um, and say, okay, they're going to come alongside and I get to coach them into how to start their business, they automatically start getting income because of the um, profit sales. We we actually get 50%. It's not a secret. So everything someone sells, they get 50% of that. Um, and so they can see that reward right away with the income, but to watch their whole countenance change and then get excited and start believing in themselves. And we just, you know, equip them with all that and coach them. It's, it's amazing. That is so encouraging. Mm -hmm. And there is such a huge component here, which is community, Mm -hmm. right? And, and it, women need each other. Absolutely. We, we need to have fun. We need to feel celebrated. And I'm sure a lot of our husbands will thank us when we're not just word vomiting on them, right? right. <laughs> we get to live life with each other. So that's such a, a cool platform. And I, mean, I remember even the Pink Cadillacs, which I'm sure are they, still around today. They still have but, them today. But even growing up and mm-hmm. doing the parties and the, um, this and that, just ex- just the excitement that would come. Mm-hmm. Well, where else? I mean, where else can you be celebrated Mm -hmm. um, in jewelry and gifts and cars Mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of bling, a lot of jewelry. Um, And so it's just a lot of fun, um, again, to just celebrate small wins and big wins um, with each other. And um, when we go to a conference, it's like one big slumber party. We share hotel rooms to cut the cost down. And, you know, we just have a lot of fun, a lot of fun girl time. And, um, yeah, I I wouldn't trade it for anything. So, I bet. I bet. again, it's just those connections in that community. And, you know, I'm always looking for women who um, want to go, you know, want to change, want to make some kind of a change in their life and wanting to bless other women. Mm-hmm. When you do a facial and mm-hmm. um, someone comes in, I mean, we don't pamper ourselves as right. women. Right. But for them to take a moment out and then come, and we, of course, do it at no cost, mm-hmm. and to watch them after the facial. You know, first the pampering is nice, mm-hmm. but then you start putting a little color on them mm-hmm. and their eyes start popping or something that maybe they weren't, um, they hadn't changed or, or used before. And they look at themselves in the mirror. I mean, all of a sudden they're brighter. Their head is being held (laughs) higher. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun to love on other women. You know, I was reading um, when my, raising my children, uh, James Dobson said, we've lost the days of the laundry lines where the women at the moms at home would talk over the Mm -hmm. um, neighborhood fence and keep each other up to date with things or ask advice or, you know, my child's going through this. Did yours go through that? We've really lost so many opportunities to do that. And Mary Kay certainly brings us all together where we can um, talk about those, the hard stuff in life and also pray each other through it. I love that. That's mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, I know you had mentioned kind of some things that you're looking for if people are interested there. Um, what advice would you give to a nonprofit if they are interested in what you're able to provide them? What steps would you give them? Okay, with George Communications, um, if you are listening and you have a small nonprofit um, or you volunteer with a small nonprofit, um, give me a call or go to george-communications.com and look at what 
I provide, but basically I help tell your story and I help teach you how to tell your story and I bring opportunities to you where you can tell your story because if you're not telling your story, you're not able to um, obtain the resources that you need to do what you do every day. And so that's what I do. I help them, you know, talk about who they are and communicate what their needs are so that they can build the resources that they need to continue changing lives. I think that's the biggest thing. You don't just say, I'm going to do it for you. You no. open the door so that they can then learn. Right. So that they are, they can eventually start to grow and do this as well. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Now, I've had some people who are just terrified of a camera. Of course. And I've done those interviews for them at first. Mm -hmm. But I coach them and teach them how to do it because they are the ones who are very, I mean, not that I'm not passionate about what they do, but they're in it every day and they see it's the their stories. It's their yeah. baby and they know the lives that they've changed and they can use those as examples. And so there's, again, nothing more beautiful than watching that confidence of be course. built um, in the executive directors of the nonprofits or someone else from the nonprofit. That's so like, yeah, just love doing it. That is love great. serving. Yes. And, and there's such a, a just such beauty in being able to to serve, but also not only are you serving with the passion, but you're serving with the calling, mm -hmm. right? And and serving with the intention um, that, yeah, just just to come alongside and and have not only the mindset to help, but have the ability to give them resources that then allow them to continue to grow, right? Well, and, and continue to change lives. Yeah, it's. it's that's what it's all deal. about. Such a big deal. Yeah. Kimberly, thank you so much for yes. sharing with us not only about George Communications and about Mary Kay and about your sweet husband, um, but I know that your family also owns one of our favorite restaurants yes. in Chattanooga. <laughs> Tell us about Acropolis. Yes. Yeah, so um, the Acropolis Grill, um, we started almost 30 years ago. It's crazy that it's been that long. Mm -hmm. But before that even, my family had little Athens in East Ridge. So the Kiriakidis family has been serving Chattanooga for you know quite a number of years. And um, growing up um, in a Greek family, um, if you've seen the movie Big Fat Greek Wedding, you it's kind all of, true. <laughs> it's all true. You kind of know who I am now. Um, but yeah, it's it's wonderful. My dad has given us so much wisdom um, mm -hmm. from the years, and he came over from Greece with $2 in his pocket, not a lick of English, and in a matter of seven years, ended up buying his first restaurant. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, and he, you know, he just graduated eighth grade. That was it, because then he had mm -hmm. to go to work. Um, but there's so much of who I am was built because of him. And a lot of the customers, and if you, you know, have eaten at the Acropolis and met my dad when he was with us, you know, but he um, has just so much wisdom. Um, and everyone is family, you know, in a Greek restaurant. And so my mom is Miss Betty. She's the one that walks around and um, Bill sometimes jokes with her and says she's the real celebrity. Yes. <laughs> you know, because everyone knows her. And then Bill and I have had times where people have come up to us um, when we're out and about in Chattanooga and they're like, you look so familiar. I know you. And we're thinking, well, yeah, because he's the weatherman, you know, or I've been on television mm -hmm. a lot, you know, and um, they're looking at us and they're like, and this really happened. And I said, well, do you watch Channel 9? He's the weatherman. They're like, no, no, that's not it. That's not it. 
And I'm like, well, I've been on TV sometimes. They're like, no, no, no. I know what it is. I saw the two of you at the Acropolis this oh, week. Wow. And Miss Betty was sitting down talking with you. That's awesome. And we laughed so hard because it was my mom who of they had course. recognized. Not Bill, who's been on right. TV for 36 right. years. So, yeah. And she's, um, she's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. She is. And, yeah. and all the food is phenomenal. Plus, you have the bakery side. Right. And it's just, um, there's such an atmosphere that, that y'all have all cultivated there. Mm-hmm. And not only is the food good, which is what keeps coming back, but the staff is friendly. Right. You know that everything is made with love. There is just such yeah. a joy. So if y'all haven't been, I would encourage y'all to go over by Hamilton Place. Yep. You just look um, for the Greek flag. There's a big American yes. flag and a Greek flag <laughs> right under it. You can find it. It's right off of um, exit five. But yeah, everything is fresh. Um, but yeah, we do. It's it my you know a family restaurant um, mm-hmm. where the owners are there on the premise it makes a big difference they care about you they care that you're getting the best service and um yeah you know and we're all we my children now um have worked you know when they were in college there and so we're bringing up that next generation um but yeah come out and see us i love yeah everybody's family at a greek restaurant uh, yes <laughs> they are that is great um, and, of course, it would not be Heather's Most Precious without asking you, Kimberly, what do you find most precious? Whew, with each of those or with everything. Certainly um, in life, my husband and just our relationship is probably most precious to me right now. Uh, my children, yes. um, they, even though they're adults now, uh, are certainly most precious to me. Um, and then, of course, my mom and my dad and everything that they have poured into us, all the wisdom and um, guidance. And I am who I am with my faith because of them. Um, and um, just, yeah, so probably family. Let's just like, group them all yes. together and say family. That. And, you know, that's probably true of most Greeks. But, yeah, yes. my family is probably most precious to me. Um, and then giving back. Yeah, and giving back to the community. It's it's crucial, right? Absolutely. For us to take care of each other. So, well, Kim, really, thank you so much again. Um, I cherish our friendship, and yeah. I'm so grateful to um, to be able to know you and see you serve and see. And I wish y'all could sit here. Well, y'all are sitting, hopefully, in the car or something listening, but wish that y'all could see you just um, are so full of joy and happiness and um i you smile with your whole face and i love that <laughs> i love that because it just you're just so, you really are just beautiful thank you, you thank you thank you i well I, and i remind my husband and my children all the time that um satan is a joy robber oh for sure you know and so whenever you feel down or whenever you are not smiling because you're worried or anxious or just beating up on yourself Remind yourself of the truth Mm -hmm. because that is the only thing that you can combat Satan with. And he infiltrates us through our minds first. So once our minds start going there, then he can gain ground and remind him of the truth. Mm -hmm. I am a child of God. You know, I am a prince or a princess, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can't say like Princess Kim without smiling, you know, (laughs) and, you know, remind yourself that, you know, God cares so much about you, about every single, you know, aspect of you. And, you know, 
audibly say that out loud, Princess Kim or Prince whoever, and just, you know, don't let him steal your joy. Find the joy in everything. Yes. No truer words were ever spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Kimberly. And and y'all, Acropolis, we've given challenges today. (laughs) And thank y'all so much for being um, the best part of Heather's Most Precious. And we will see you next week for another episode. Y'all have a great week. Heather's Most Precious is brought to you with love by the Hendrickson Agency, an insurance agency serving all of Georgia and Tennessee. The Hendrickson Agency, properly protecting your most precious possessions. Support for Heather's Most Precious is provided by Study.com, which offers SAT and ACT study materials and even has resources for AP and college credit courses. Listeners of Heather's Most Precious get 30% off their first three months of any subscription level with offer code PRECIOUS. Just go to Study.com and use offer code PRECIOUS at checkout. Heather's Most Precious is produced by Chattanooga Podcast Studios and is part of the Podnooga Network. Find out more at ChattanoogaPodcastStudios.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode of Heather's Most Precious. Proud member of the Podnooga Network.